Thank you for listening to Spazzing Out. Thank you for being here. It's brought to you by Take Junk, my junk removal company. If you need junk removal, call 844-TAKE-JUNK or go to takejunk.com to book online. I just came across a story that is absolutely insane. It's insanity. One of my biggest pet peeves is wedding rings. I think they're a huge waste of money. I can't see for the life of me why somebody would spend any money on a diamond ring. It does nothing for you. Now, I bought my fiance a diamond ring. I think I spent about $1,000. She is constantly asking for an upgrade. I don't even know what she did with it. I think she threw it in the toilet and flushed it. I bought it at Case Jeweler. So apparently a thousand, not enough. I don't even know what's enough money to spend on a diamond ring. But what I don't understand is why not use that money for something else? How about I buy you a car or how about I put a down payment on a house that we're going to live in someday instead of buying you a diamond ring, a useless piece of crap, or I could get you a house. But anyways, the reason I bring this up is apparently someone spent $600,000 on a diamond ring. And you're never going to believe where they bought it. Wait for it. They bought it at Costco. Yes, Costco. We're talking about the store where you go and you can buy things in mass quantity. You know, you go there and you get like, uh, you get chicken nuggets and they got like 5,000 chicken nuggets in the packet. You get eggs, they got a billion eggs. They sell... This is according to their CEO, by the way. He said someone in the last few months bought a ring worth $600,000. They have rings. They have engagement rings online for $420,000. Costco. This is the place where the poor go to shop. This is where all us bums who can't afford anything. If I ever bought a diamond ring for Kaylee at Costco, I'm telling you, if I went to take Kaylee, I got you a diamond ring. I bought it at Costco. She would tell me to fuck off, call me a piece of shit, and tell me to leave. I can't even, I can't, I'd love to find out the actual value or where they got the ring. $600,000 on a ring. You could do so many other things with that money. You could take it, you could invest it. You could take it, you could buy real estate with it, also an investment. You could start a business. You could just keep it in the bank and let it collect interest. I'm sure not that much, but whatever. You could pay for your kid's college with that. 600 grand, and at Costco, no doubt. The place where you go to buy in bulk, you buy waters, you get a bunch of them. You go there, you get the cereal box that doesn't just have Lucky Charms, it has Lucky Charms, Cocoa Puffs, Apple Jacks, and Frosted Flakes all in the same box. But you don't go there to buy a $600,000 ring. Not at Costco. Find somewhere else to buy it. But forget about the whole thing in general. Buying rings, diamond rings for engagement is such a waste of money. Like weddings. Weddings are the most ridiculous waste of money. The whole process is a waste of fucking money. You buy a ring for $10,000. Then you have a wedding that's like fifty dollars or $60,000. You're $70,000 deep. You're never getting the money back. Talk to your lady. She should be reasonable. Say, sweetie, I, you deserve a ring. You deserve an amazing wedding. 
But why don't we take that money and why don't we put that as a down payment on a house? Or why don't we use that to start a business? Or why don't we save that for our kids that we're going to have? I already have kids. Why don't we save that? I know you want to have a big wedding and you deserve it. But you know what would be smarter? Renting out the Elks, potluck, have everybody bring food, and have them bring money. Now you get it done for 500 bucks. You get the Elks for 500 bucks. I have DJ equipment. I'll set it up. Give everybody what they should bring. Or do buffet. I mean, 100% buffet. But you do potluck. My neighbors, the lesbians, Pam and Catherine, I'll have them cook. These ladies were out here barbecuing, making food. They made me, uh, last night, Pam made me beef stew. It's fantastic. The lady's the best. Beef stew and two shots of tequila was phenomenal. But save the money. No reason... If, for example, uh, I have a daughter, my daughter Presley. Someday Presley is going to get married, and I'm going to—I'm just going to put it on the table. I'm—I'm going to literally. I'm going to say to my daughter, I'm going to say, "Sweetie, Daddy wants you to have the biggest wedding that you can have, but I'll give you more money if you guys don't have a wedding and we put a down payment on a house." I think that's sensible. Now that's a whole different thing. A wedding's super waste of money. Can't deal with it. How did we get to weddings? I was talking about diamond rings. Costco sold one for $600,000. Wedding, I hate being invited to weddings. First off, nobody cares that you're getting married. And I certainly do not. I do not. Why? Because one, you invite me to your wedding. Now I have to get a hotel room. Now I have to buy drinks. Now I have to put $200 on a friggin' card. Your wedding is going to cost me five, six, seven hundred $700 for nothing. What I would rather you do is send me something in the mail, send me an invitation, and I will send you $100 to not invite me, to uninvite me. Here's $100. Don't invite me to your wedding. I would rather spend 100 Here you go. Don't invite me. You know what's worse? Two other things are terrible. And one is when somebody puts you in their wedding. That's not a friend. Only an asshole would ask you to be in their wedding. Now your cost is doubled. Now you have to get the same effing suit and you got to pay for it. So that you could be this dude's groomsman. Fuck that shit. I don't want to be a groomsman. Dude, go get married. I want to keep it cheap. Again, that's another one of those things where I'd pay more. I'd say, hey, buddy, I'm going to go to your wedding, but I don't want to be in it. So what's the cost to be a groomsman? Oh, the cost is going to cost me 800 bucks. Well, how about this? I'll give you 400 Keep me out of the fucking wedding. I don't want to be in it. It's ridiculous. And then people who have destination weddings should be shot. They should be shot. How in the world do you think someone can afford to go to your destination wedding in Las Vegas, in Bermuda? I remember my brother Mike was getting married. They wanted to have a a destination wedding. I went absolutely nuts. I'm 100% positive that my brother didn't have a destination wedding because I went nuts on it. Because I think it's so ridiculous that you think that someone's going to pony up $3,000 to fly their ass or take a cruise ship to the Bahamas to watch your stupid ass get married. It's ridiculous. 
You want to get married? You truly love somebody? Head down to the courthouse. A buck twenty-five. Get married. Then get the Elks. Potlock. Boom. You save a ton of money. $600,000 on an engagement ring. The fuck is wrong with people? All right, guys. I'm always looking for ways to make more money. Easy money. I think I found something fantastic. I'm going to tell you guys how you can make $4,550 the easy way. All you have to do is be willing to be sick for two weeks. Scientists in England are looking for people who want to get infected with the coronavirus. They'll pay you $4,550. You get laid up for two weeks. They infect you with a a, a milder uh, strand of the virus, but you get paid. Sounds perfect for me. I'm about as lazy as they come. I sit on my butt. I'd love it. You get to go to England for two weeks. You sit on your butt. And you know what the great news is? If you die, (laughs) at least you don't have to go to work the next day, right? But most likely you're not going to die about... Hardly anybody dies from the coronavirus. It seems like a a lot of people are, but there's 7 billion people in the world. It's it's a small percentage. In fact, from what I understand... um, 96% 96% of people that get the coronavirus survive. So only 4% of the people are dying from it. And it's, uh, for the most part, people who have an underlying condition. But anyways, I'm not a doctor. All I know is I like to make money. And if I could make about $5,000 to just be sick for two weeks, I never get sick. So I never, I, I can't remember the last time I get sick. But I want you to think about that. A nice, cool, two-week vacation in London. No one will bother you. If you got the coronavirus or if you shook someone's hand that has it, apparently Ted Cruz has self-quarantined himself, a senator from Texas. Apparently Donald Trump shook someone's hand who is now self-quarantined. Why not just self-quarantine yourself and make 5Gs while you're at it? All of us could use the money. All of us could use the break from our family. Matt, I, listen, I only, you know what? I'm not even going to tell my wife. I'm just going to go and do it and then say, hey, I got the coronavirus. But I'm going to go to England for two weeks. And then when I get back, I'm going to have five Gs. It's more money. I, 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 can't, I don't make $5,000 in two weeks. You people might. This podcast certainly doesn't. Since I've started this podcast, I think I've made $2.50 push an anchor on you guys, which that commercial will probably come up in a little while. Just think about that. How easy is that? Search it out. If you want to make $4,550 the easy way. Now, most people would say the easy way is, uh, you know, I don't know, being a stripper or something like that, you probably make that kind of money. I don't even think they make that kind of money now. Nobody goes to strip clubs anymore because we're all snowflakes and we're worried about what our wives are going to say to us. God forbid you went into a strip club, you you know, your your wife might beat the hell out of you. You're better off getting the coronavirus, you know, disappearing, whatever the word is, for two weeks, go to England, make yourself 5Gs, come home. I love these medical studies. It's fantastic. So there you have it. If you'd like to make... $4,550 
$4,550. Get, get, you'll get infected with the coronavirus. They'll run tests on you because they're trying to find a cure. That's their investment. They need guinea pigs. So if you want to be a guinea pig and make yourself close to five grand over two weeks and have a trip to England, there you have it. Congratulations, Boston, which is where I'm from, if you're listening to my podcast somewhere other than Boston. But since I only have like 32 people listening to spazzing out, my uh, my guess is that you live in Massachusetts. And if there's 32, um, I'm guessing that Gavi, Laugh, uh, Kaylee, um, you know, maybe like a handful of other people that I know are the people who have subscribed to this and... They're sick of listening to my BS anyway, so they probably don't really listen. They just click on it to make me feel better. But congratulations, Boston. I didn't even need to read this article to know that this was a fact. Boston has the worst traffic in the country for the second year in a row, according to a study done by, I don't know if I'm saying this right, so I'm just going to say the letters, I-N-R-I-X, INREX, maybe it's called, Boston Drivers Lost 149 hours last year sitting in traffic. I'm surprised by that. I thought it would have been a lot more, but that's number one. Good news is it's down from last year. Last year we had one, uh, we lost 164 hours, but it comes at a decent cost. It costs us $2,000 a year to hang out in traffic. Personally, I can't stand traffic in and around Boston. I live in Revere, Mass. Revere is about five miles from Boston. It might even be less. At at five in the morning, you get to Boston in five minutes. <clears throat> you leave, if it's like six, Route 1A, 45 minutes to an hour to move about a mile. It's it's ridiculous. And this is why it's ridiculous. Because the people, the, the geniuses, uh, Tip O'Neill and his buddies back in the late 80s, when they started working on and trying to get the funding for the big dig, which at the time they weren't thinking, they didn't realize that there was going to be this many cars on the effing road. So one thing they underestimated how many cars would be on the road. Number two, all their offshoot tunnels are single lane tunnels. I'll give you an example. If I'm heading north, I'm south of Boston, like say I'm in Quincy, and I'm heading north, and I'm going to Revere, and I get off at that exit 20, and one of the lanes goes to South Boston, the other lane goes to the airport in Revere. One fucking lane to get to the airport in Revere. It's insanity. I've sat in that tunnel for two hours. On a Friday, so every Friday, I have to drive to Rhode Island. Not really Rhode Island, but down that way. My son lives in a city called Rehoboth, Mass. And on my way back, I can get to Boston in about 45 minutes. And then I get off at exit 20. And it's like 4 o'clock. And I don't get home until like 6.30. I sit and I sit and I steam about the fact that these guys didn't make the tunnels bigger. Why in the F would you only have one lane going to the airport, also to Revere in East Boston? I don't understand why you didn't make the lane. You guys should make tunnels 50 lanes deep, a, a thousand. Just make them. Who cares? 
How could you not anticipate that? It absolutely drives me insane. Now, here's another thing about sitting in the tunnel that I, I it makes me want to kill people and you should get pulled over. You should get a ticket. There should, there's a split. So this particular tunnel, it's exit 20, one lane, and this lane is just for people who are going to South Boston. Uh, it, yeah, South Boston Seaport District. Then the other lane is for Revere and the airport. Now, the South Boston lane to the Seaport District, no one goes in it because no one's going there. So you could fly. You could zip. And now what every douchebag does is they fly all the way down to the split. Now, there's a split where you could just beat about an hour's worth of traffic and cut over. Now, I don't think the guy who blows by everybody and cuts in should get a ticket. I think the douche that lets them in should. I think there should be a cop sitting right at the split, and then someone that's been sitting in traffic for two hours lets some donkey in. That guy should get his butt beat in, and he should get a ticket for letting somebody in. It drives me absolutely nuts. Now, me, you can't get in on me. I'll tell you, I will hit the guy in front of me just so you don't get in front of me. There's no way I'm going to sit here for hours on end sitting in a car with my 12-year-old son who all he wants to do is talk to me about Pokemon that I could care less about and I just want to get home. No way you're getting in in front of me. No way. They should have cameras. If you can't have a cop there, you should have cameras. You guys have cameras and you have little doot-doot-doot-doot things that charge people money. Have a camera at the split. Anybody that cruises down and tries to cut over, they get a ticket. And so doesn't the guy that lets them in. I blare the horn. My horn is on constantly. I point. Horns blaring, finger pointing. You. You. I see you trying to cut in front of me. Boston traffic is... It's the it's just it's absolutely insane. It's insane. I want my money back. You guys charge me for the roads so that you can recondition them and take care of potholes. Well, I want my money back. I want a class action lawsuit against the state of Massachusetts to get my money and my time back for sitting in traffic. If you want to do it, so I own a truck removal company. Forget it. Forget it. I, w- I won't even go into Boston. You want me to come into Boston? Two grand. <laughs> Full truck? $5,000, bud. I don't want to be anywhere near Boston. Forget- you you go into Boston? You're there all day. Call it. That's it. You got to drive in. Let's say, you know, you leave at like 7. You drive in. You get there at like 10. You load up the truck. Then you sit in traffic. You don't get home till 5 o'clock. Forget it. It's ridiculous. The people of Boston should be ashamed of themselves. And what they think, the, the way, oh, let's get people riding bikes. Let's get them taking the MBTA. Let's oh, get them on the bus, the train. You know, live live in the city. You don't need a car. Fuck that shit. You guys should have done it right the first the first time. It's like that, that leverage circle exit. If you're coming north, you're coming south, heading to Boston, one lane. Everything is one lane to get off. They they have this nice, massive highway. Some parts it's three lanes, some parts it's four. It's beautiful. You can fly right through the tunnel. The problem that causes the traffic is they have these stupid one-lane tunnels and one-lane exits. It's ridiculous. So 
Congratulations to Beantown. Again, you are the, you, we have the most traffic, which is probably why them, we're the most miserable people on the planet. Um, it, we're miserable. We're at home. We're, we're taking crap. We go to work. We're taking crap. And then we sit in traffic all day long to get home to take crap. So when everybody asks why we're assholes, that's why.